Okay, traders, uh, good morning and very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session, um, which is um, your opportunity to be as prepared as we possibly can for today's trading opportunities. Uh, now, after a pretty successful week last week, um, uh, I suppose we had to be somewhat patient, uh, especially in the middle part of the week, but um, a really good finish to the week. So uh, hopefully you're able to benefit from some of those trades last week. And today now, of course, is Monday the 10th of October. So let's get straight into it. And good morning, everyone. Hope you're all keeping well and you had a good weekend. Um, good to have you back. So please start with our risk warning. If you could just take a brief moment to familiarize yourself uh, with our risk warning currently up on the screen. And just as a quick introduction, really, um, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade, where do you enter those markets, where do you exit, how do you manage risk, hopefully prior to entry, you're not meddling with risk and your exposure during the trade, that's something that a lot of sort of new and inexperienced traders will do, uh, accept that risk in its entirety from the outset and then you just look at managing the trade as best you can and trend psychology. So uh, this live trading was designed to prepare you for those trading opportunities and we do address these uh, considerations live every day in our live trade rooms and um, we focus on being consistent, uh, disciplined and patient as well. Um, bear with me a second because I just, want to, I just want to know if I can switch this with her. Um, okay, uh, not to worry for now. Um, okay, so, so let's start with a review of potential market moving news then. Uh, let's bring this up on screen. So let's take a little, a little step back, really. Um, today, as you can see, there's a, there's a few bank holidays today, so it's a, it's a lighter trading day. Um, we have a bank holiday in Japan, uh, in Canada, and in North America, basically, um, in observance of Columbus Day um, and Canadian Thanksgiving. Uh, so. Uh, this afternoon, we're going to have much lighter conditions than normal. That's 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 just quite important. Uh, so we can uh, we can take that into into consideration when we when we want to achieve certain outcomes because we know it's lighter market conditions. So, firstly, it, it's more prone to perhaps a little bit more uh, manipulation, um, and um, and I suppose it's probably worth trading the day but it's probably slightly less sized than perhaps you'd normally look to do um and in japan over the asian session they're in observance of uh, health sports day so um let's take a little step back because there's some important news this week and we need to take on board some important news actually over the last week and a half so if i if i go back a week and a half we'll see um, and we'll come down here to, it was the end of the month, wasn't it? So this is an important figure in here. Um, pay attention to this if you can. Um, the metric that the Fed use uh, really 
when it, when they talk about inflation, it is core PCE price index. So it's kind of personal consumption, really. And previously, we saw an improved inflation story. Uh, we're expecting slightly higher now for, for the month of September. Um, and, and actually came in above expectations at 0 0.6. So the overall year-on-year -year rate was gone from 4.7 to 4.9. So we've now got a situation where the Fed themselves um, are, uh, their inflation figures are actually on the increase again, not on the decrease. So then let's go back to last week. Um, there's a couple of important elements. We had the RBA, um, which we, the markets were very much expecting a 50 basis point rate hike. And we saw a 25 basis point rate hike with the with the the RBA wanting to just slam on the brakes a little bit. And that 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 sort of fed this Fed pivot view in these markets just for a couple of days. But then we saw job openings, so then beginning to reduce by over a million. Um, so there's a million less jobs um, openings available. There's still um, more jobs than, than people unemployed. So um, it's still quite a positive situation, although it's taken a bit of a roll to the downside. The RBNZ came in with a 50 basis point rate hike. So this is when the jobs numbers started to feed through the market. So we had um, we're expecting 200 uh, private sector jobs to be added. We saw 208, so that's broadly quite bullish. And that brings us nicely into last Friday's non-farm payroll. So we we were of the opinion within this little range in here um, that if we had a, a strong jobs number on Friday, um, then that would be really quite bearish for these markets. So good news on a jobs front would be quite bearish for markets and, and we'd probably see a very significant move in the US dollar to the upside and we'd see the indices rolling lower and that's exactly what we saw so people's earnings are not improving perhaps above expectations really just yet so you have inflation uh, at a much higher level than than the rate of people's uh, increased hourly earnings Non-farm employment change numbers, we're expecting, you know, 248,000 jobs to be added. We saw 263,000 jobs added. That's really positive. Uh, the unemployment rate has moved from 3.7 to 3.5. So just to clarify, this is not really what the Fed would like to see if they had, if they had you know, full control over things. Um, and the reason being is they're expecting some, you know, economic difficulties coming down the line with their rate hikes. So if they go on and embark on a series of rate hikes, the cost of servicing debt starts to increase and that has loads of impacts across the market. Uh, demand destruction being being one of those um, major concerns. Um, but a lot of the economic data so far still seems to be relatively positive, even though the, the, the Fed are on this uh, rate hike march to try and address the inflation story. So inflation is remaining stu stubbornly high. The, the Fed are increasing their rates. Um, oops, sorry, let me take this off. 
the Fed are increasing their rates and we, we are left with um, this stagnation, you know, lower growth, high inflation. And um, that's that's what the Fed are kind of worried and concerned about, that we'll, we'll maintain these higher rates of inflation um, while growth begins to, to, to stumble along. Okay, so what that means is it puts it back onto the Fed to look to increase rates perhaps even more aggressively. And that's the, that's the bottom line, which is bad news for stocks, it's bad news for risk markets, um, which is why we're seeing this strong rollover to the downside. Now, as we flick through the week, there's some very important inflation numbers coming out. Uh, take note of Wednesday, this Wednesday, we'll have some PPI numbers. Um, not, not so important, but still, we'll see if, if the overall uh, producer underlying inflation is going up or down. That, that would be quite useful. And the big numbers this week are, are, are US CPI numbers. These are your, your headline uh, rates. We're expecting slight softening from 8.3 to 8.1. So that would be I suppose, some effort. If it comes in above 8.1, again, we're probably going to see uh, you know, continuing selling coming in uh, into the US industry markets as well. And then we'll finish the week with some retail sales and some consumer confidence uh, sentiment. So really, these these markets are being fundamentally driven, uh, probably not a bad time to talk about the the elevation we're seeing uh, in the the bond markets in the US. Um, still, the the level of inversion between the 10 year and the two year is, is quite significant. You can see the sharp Where are we? Um, you can see the sharp incline from from pretty much Thursday. It, the markets began to turn, and this is very much in line with the selling uh, that we've seen across the board, which I'll show you again. But the the nature of of inversion really between the the, the two year and a ten year uh, still implies a recession. It still implies um, that we've got that these markets are not kind of operating um, properly. So we're getting the demand for yields going, sorry, demand for bonds going down. Um, and uh, we've got a situation where uh, the yields are, are pushing higher really quite aggressively. Now, as you know, probably the BOE stepped into the markets uh, and started buying bonds in a very targeted fashion um, two weeks ago as when, when Liz Truss, you know, and Quasi Quartan came out with their mini budget, which effectively you know, crushed the market and, and the, the BOE needed to put a bit of a floor under that market by again, you know, a form of quantitative easing, it's injecting capital into the market, which is one of the reasons why I know they're very eager to talk about uh, Ukraine and, and the war in, you know, between Russia and Ukraine um, as being the, the, the overall reason for this inflation. Um, but when you've printed mo more money than we've ever done in human history, uh, over the last few years, that's more likely to be the the, the reasons for the higher inflation. Uh, you pump more money in, it pushes prices higher. It's it's quite simple and straightforward. It's not too too complicated. Um, but they're not they're not pointing the finger at you know printing money. They're pointing the finger at, at Ukraine, which is again a bit, bit kind of strange. Um, okay, so um, so really we've got everything pointing quite negatively when we take all this into account, 
you know, the, the net result is really quite negative. So let's have a look at risk sentiment. And um, we were we were really quite patient. Uh, we we weren't too interested in getting into this little move here, although it extended really quite aggressively. Then we saw some indecision, and then we were able to benefit on at least probably more than half of this move, um, which was a which was a really good trade towards the end of last week. But we needed to be patient in the trade. Our overall bias is very much to the downside, so we'd expect further further rotation lower. We, we'd we've got a situation where we've got lower. <clears throat> um, lower highs as this market moves in our favor and uh, and of course lower lows as well and we'd expect this market to make another low so the overall direction in this market is very much to the downside um, so we know what we, what we what we want to do and it's more of a case of how we're going to do it now and um, uh, so looking for that next leg to the downside there for the to the stock markets so so that move certainly down to 35.59 is likely to be breached or at least attempted once more okay let's take let's take these lows so below the 3600 really is kind of where we're looking for some continuation it looks like we're getting that rollover trade as we speak um so so really strong moves. Those of you that were able to join us on on um, on Friday afternoon, we were saying if the numbers came in strong, there's nothing but selling opportunities, and, and that's exactly what we saw across the board. So I know a few of you were able to get into those, um, which is good. So we've got a bit of sideways moving price action down at these lows in the U.S. indices. Um, we are below these very important levels. So rollover below ten. 937 for US stocks. So we're all in the same boat. So we've got US indices um, lower. So we're getting that sort of retracement now. Um, we had a little bit of a bounce last week and now that's subsequently rolled over. Same with the DAX, the Nikkei, all rolling over. Very negative for stocks. Even Bitcoin is, is kind of very slowly rolling over. So we can look at weaker um, so us indices to the downside um, so now let's look at markets like the commodity markets we had a really strong move to the upside so we're able to book in profit on on this trade um up at these sort of slightly elevated levels we didn't get the end of the move um just purely because the the move really kicked in post um and non-farm payroll so um we we wanted to book in profits prior to that entry and then we saw you know an even further explosive move uh, above 90 dollars so a little bit of a pullback. The problem is we need a, a decent corrective move now to get into it up at these elevated levels, although our, our overall bias is, 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 is still higher. Um, we'll certainly be keeping an eye on this. Uh, a lot of this was last week's OPEC uh, making decisions to, um, to cut supply. So again, fundamentally driven markets, really 
it's important that you're at least mindful of the reasons why these markets are moving the way that they are. Um, you don't need to be, you don't need to have a uh, like a master's in in fundamental moves, but um, a broad understanding that you know gold is moving because of the strength in the in the dollar as a result of central bank, you know. Um, perhaps needing to increase rates further. So these markets are quite simple to understand. Um, it's a little bit more challenging to trade, of course, but at least in terms of principle understanding. And this is why we're, we're not really interested in the in the Fed pivot trade. Uh, we are interested in the momentum trade to the downside. So it's 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 swapping the, the, the poor quality trade for the high probability trade. Uh, and that's really all we want to do. Uh, further downside for gold, um you know with a stronger dollar below 1690 1690 um us dollar okay uh, so this is there's potentially some interesting moves perhaps in the end uh, we've got risk off market conditions i mean there's no surprise in that We've got uh, a lot of got this pullback, and this is the next leg to the downside. Although we're straddling sort of month, multi-month lows, so um, let's have a look at the big one, the, the the dollar yen, just before we just sign off with the dollar. So there's concern about intervention. We already know that the BOE or the BOJ, should I say, are, are looking to intervene in these markets if the dollar dollar yen pushes higher too much that intervention has, has clearly not kicked in yet and we're actually very close to making new highs there so it just shows you what the what the boj would need to do to have a material impact on a very strong dollar um okay so so markets like the, the dollar um we're beginning to get that move at the minute you're a dollar below there 97.24 so it looks like these markets are setting up quite nicely further momentum over the course of the trading day in favor of the dollar um, it's about cherry picking the slightly better opportunities so which we'll so again some negativity here across the board so hopefully we'll have some decent opportunities to trade now this morning um, So indices lower, US indices lower, the dollar higher, uh, gold below 1690. <laughs> Excuse me. Euro yen uh, below the 141.20, 141.20, with some negativity there in the euro, and perhaps the same for the pound yen to the downside below the 160, 160.72. Okay, that's certainly enough for us to be getting on with. Uh, let's amend our trade plan then. Um, sorry, this is not Friday's uh, trade plan. It was more around, you know, if the, if the numbers come in, if the non-farm payroll numbers come in strong, we'd expect some selling across the indices and a stronger dollar and vice versa. So now we're, we're, we're looking at uh, risk off market conditions. That's kind of the, the basic principle of it. Uh, so U.S. indices, 
higher. So the dollar itself, oh, sorry, uh, sorry, this is the other way around, sorry. Um, so US indices lower, and the US dollar higher. You can see you can choose from a variety of those. We're going to do this now inside our trade plan. Right, let's go with gold further to the downside. So gold looking to sell below the 1690. And the Euro looking to sell low the daily low so far. 141.20, 141.20, and the pound yen. So, like we're sure we're sure probably the BOJ will intervene at some point, and it'd be nice if we were in the end at that point. But it's not the only reason to perhaps look to sell it. We are in risk-off market conditions, so it does fit quite nicely with our overall view. So that's our trade plan then for the day. Uh, so we're, we've, we're trading risk off markets. It's, it's very straightforward off the back of um, perhaps the Fed uh, looking to further increase rates in the not too distant future at the next meeting and things like that. So there's our trade plan just posted into the chat box there. So we are looking today, we're looking exclusively at US indices lower. So that's the S&P, the NASDAQ and the Dow. Um, we'll cherry pick probably better opportunities depending on um, uh, the quality of the setup. We're looking for the USD or the US dollar. We're looking for that to be pushing higher. The Euro dollar to the downside, pound dollar to the downside are two decent candidates along with the Aussie dollar as well. Um, gold looking to sell below the 16.90. The Euro yen looking to sell below the 141.20. And lastly, the, uh, the pound yen looking to sell below the 160.72. So that's what we're looking for over the course of the day. We've got quite a narrow uh, focus on these trades. So we've put these markets up on your screen and we'll be able to trade these opportunities. So we know which markets to look at, what direction we're looking to trade them. And we know roughly the prices where we want to pull triggers. So this is, this is a lot of your groundwork done. Um, we've done our analysis. We've looked at market fundamentals, risk sentiment, and also the technicals. And they're all stacking up. So when it comes to taking the trade, um, we probably don't need to think too hard um, as to whether we should or shouldn't get into those trades. It should be a bit of a more of an automated. What we do need to discuss is is risk and, and how much risk we're going to take with these trades. So that's what our live trade room is designed to do. So look, if you if you want to join us, feel free to do so. Just go to our, our, our website, thelivetraderoom.com, and we're happy to. Uh, we can even speak to you through the. Uh, website there as well if you need so listen on that note guys thanks very much for joining us do take care we'll speak to you soon bye for now